Welcome back, everyone, to the Final Checkpoint Podcast. Each week, we react to the latest video game news and talk about games we are playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. Ben, before we begin, I'm going to remind everybody that they can find this podcast where they can find most of their podcasts on all the best services like Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and thegamefanatics.com. That's right. Head over to thegamefanatics.com. You can find it there. You can also find all the social links. Follow. You might be seeing our question of the week pop up very soon. I beg. I beg the gods. Um, But yes, um, you can also watch live on twitch.tv slash Load Last Checkpoint, we record this podcast live every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Adjust to your time zone accordingly by Googling. Mm-hmm. I suggest it. Um, ben, this is a very special episode. Usually we yeah. react to news, talk about games we're playing. We're not doing <laughs> There any was no of that. news this week. Exactly. We're Crazy. not doing Nothing any happened. of that garbage. No. No, none of that. We reached the bottom of the barrels, the depth of hell we reached in there and grabbed the lowest possible special guest we could find oh yeah that's what i thought (laughs) introducing our very frequent special guest logan meyer logan how's it going it is going great getting right out of hell Mm. wiping the lava and fire off just putting it out real quick (laughs) but very excited to be here for this very special episode well, yes, thank you for joining us, and thanks for always hopping on whenever we need some additional, I don't know, just hostility on the Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Well, now I know what I have to bring. Exactly. exactly. I, I learned a thing or two from Hades, so. <laughs> yeah, that's good. true. Not the game. <laughs> Not, the Not the game. game. Not that's game. a documentary about my life. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. All right, well. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff for everybody tonight. It is the final checkpoint award show. So we're going to be doing some special awards that we're going to be handing out. None of these normal basic awards that you're seeing everywhere, like RPG of the year or esports team of the year. We're not doing any of that. We've got special overdone overdone. We already know who won those. We're not doing any of that crap. And then we're also going to be going over our top five game of the year for 20. 20 games i guess top five games of the year for 2020 so yes. in order to do this in an organized manner that i won't mess up i'm gonna let ben run this so ben why don't you okay. get us started and uh steer us in a direction all right off a cliff oh well we'll we'll see yeah <laughs> we'll see what that cliff yeah is. we determined what about 10 separate categories to kind of go over 2020 as a gaming year our memories of it. So these aren't necessarily awards for a game. They can be, but it's also stories or events that happened, etc. And like Joel said, they are not best RPG. The fuck does that even mean at this point? Uh, or best action <laughs> Assassin's game? Assassin's Creed again. is an what, RPG what is now. It? What does it mean? Oh, what does it mean? Assassin's Creed is like seventeen different genres and none at the same time. So. With that said, we have a couple. We both, um, I think we both pitched in about five of these. And we all have our little nominees. It's not, we're not going to pick a winner per se. It's more of, what do you, what was your personal whatever? So we're going to start with the We Saw It Coming award. Wait, wait. When you, every time you introduce an award, I'm going to hit 
a trumpet sound. Oh my! Just God. to warn everybody, if you would like to hear it on stream, I suggest you do. No. So introduce that. Why do I need to know about the trumpet? <laughs> Just to warn you. I can't hear the trumpet. <laughs> That's why you need to play. I just want you to know about it. It's going to be on there. Oh, my. On the, on the episode? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the trumpet sound with my mouth. Can I veto this? <laughs> um, you, you oh, know, we're actually voting? It might actually only be on stream now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't. Thank Christ. I don't feel like editing it into the episode. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, so just do whatever you want to do with your stupid trumpet. <laughs> God. Anyway, when would you fire the trumpet? It's going on right now. It's still happening? It happened real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's too early for me for this. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to go first, I guess, since there's no organization for any of this. Yeah. And clearly there's just trumpets fucking everywhere also. For the We Saw It Coming Award, I'm giving this to Avengers. Because... <laughs> That we saw that covered like two years away. <laughs> That's true. That's a good one. And it disappointed about as much as I expected it to disappoint. Continues to disappoint. <laughs> Man. And, and then the funny thing is, I played that beta and I was like, this is fine. I like this enough. Didn't not go buy it, but seems fine. Mm -hmm. What a wasted opportunity that was. Yeah. All right, Joe, what's your pick? Uh,. The Last of Us 2 dominates the Game Awards. Oh, you took it in a positive spin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. That was just, I mean. Yeah, we, we definitely it. saw that coming. Yeah. That's true. Especially, That's fair. Especially with all the very small amount of big AAA titles this year. Just felt mm -hmm. like there was not too many, obviously, with the next-gen consoles coming out. So. Yeah, it also felt like even the the small, like, amount of people that didn't seem to like the game just based on like what it was about and it felt small because there was just so much praise about the game um it, it just felt like it had all this praise behind it going into that award show like people were already even going in saying like this thing's gonna win yeah so felt pretty confident with that one right it wasn't like past years where it's like well i don't know who can get game of the year? Yeah. But when it got to that point, you're like, yeah, we already know. We definitely know. Yeah, for sure. Logan, what is your pick? Uh, I also chose the Avengers for that. We saw it coming award. Yeah. Just because they first showed that gameplay and the way that the characters were moving and it just looked so generic. It was I I did I didn't think it would bomb as hard as it did as quick as it did, but I knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like there was that huge hubbub about Spider Man being a PlayStation exclusive, and now I'm pretty sure no one gives two shits about it. Yeah, I wonder when Spider Man's coming. It's got to be like eight months away. <laughs> Do you think there will be a spike in that game once it comes out on next or the next gen version of it? Sure. Comes out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I already said I'm going to buy it in like two years. All the characters are out when it's $10. <laughs> you have to pay me $10 to play. Yeah, it was on sale a lot this past like holiday season. I think it was like half off. That's 
most of the time, I think I saw. Oh, it. at least it's gotta be, yeah. Cool. Well, now you can't even do the multiplayer stuff because no one's playing it. Well, that doesn't change what I would have done anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that doesn't affect me. They're very anti-people, so it's. I am. It works. They're out no good. Nice have you, you seen what they've done lately? People They're the dumb. worst. Stupid people. Next award is the It's Awful, Please Look Away Award. I, I love the little phrases you came up with, Joel. They're so weird. <laughs> Please look, look away. away. I try to think of some good ones, and I was like, you know, that's a good one. It's like staring at the sun. <laughs> okay, I picked for this. You'll never guess what I picked. Oh, let me. It's awful. Please look away. I picked infamous second son because i played that game oh. and the more i think about it i just do not like it that hurts me that hurts me <laughs> it's deeply such a stupid game Ah, uh. god oh terrible i'm it's sure if i played it today like it wouldn't hold up as much as i remember it but oh, it definitely when not. it definitely when it came out i liked it oh god. that game is a seven at best that's pretty good. Hey, we like them sevens here. How dare you? At best, though. <laughs> All right. Most right. Of the time in, it's not. in its in its highlight. Yeah. All right. I Wait, picked... did you play first first oh. light with it? No, no. Oh. I beat second sun. I'm done. I don't need yeah. to do this anymore. I really liked first light. I think uh, to me it was maybe a better put together like version of second sun. I really enjoyed first light. Yeah, I platinum both of them. It was it was pretty good. Anyway, for Joel's pick, I picked yeah. uh, Cyberpunk on console. <laughs> I can't get over the memes and the images of just like the early like '90s PC PS1 looking images of the models from that game. <laughs> from As the... they morph in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so... yeah. It is fascinating the condition it was on those early consoles, or I mean, the first gen consoles. Yep. And the fact that it was like, all right, just put it out there. It's okay. Yeah. It's so no bad. one will be mad so or anything. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really good memes and stuff and videos and montages that came out of it. So can't say no to that. Yeah, some of those compilations of like just glitches or someone just like they'll walk up to a car to open the door and it just goes flying or something like that. Those are pretty funny. It's like watching yeah. uh, when someone stands in the middle of the road in Just Cause and crazy shit just happens because people can't handle someone standing in the middle of traffic. <laughs> just don't know what to do. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, <laughs> Logan? So for my It's Awful Please Look Away award, I handed this to Genshin Impact. Oh, no. Wait. Because Wait. of its awful gameplay. Gameplay and how awful it really is. Just, just, it's so boring. It's so repetitive. It's the same three quests. Every oh, dungeon is the same. The drop rates are atrocious, and it is so greedy that it's not even funny. And so, just look away. Just ignore it. I know it has the waifus, <laughs> but just look away and walk away. I know it has the waifus. <laughs> yeah. And I've that's a lot of that the game. appeal. But just move on. Well, I have now. I'm better now. <laughs> You've learned. 
I didn't give it enough time to really like get, I guess, hooked in it or get the gotcha part about it. But uh, I mean, I could see that. Oh, it's um, bad. I yeah. I enjoyed parts of what I played of it though. I mean, I think. I think for me, maybe coming into it more casually, I probably would have enjoyed it. I don't think I would have hit that point where I'm like maxing stuff out or running out of resin or whatever for doing certain things. But no. yeah, I could see where like the part where you're getting shit drops, not getting the the type of uh, items that you need to like craft and stuff like that could get pretty. It, it gets really stupid and ridiculous when you're you have to ascend characters and then you need items for that. But that's annoying. It just you it need becomes copies too much. of the characters, yeah, yeah, to yeah. unlock the constellations. It's you know yeah. when you have point zero zero five drop rates, yeah, you're spending a lot of money. Yeah, it sounds like every mobile game I've ever played. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty. It sucks because if it didn't have any of that, it'd be amazing. Yeah, if only there was like a full retail version you could buy as an option to like for three thousand dollars. No, no, like. I want to buy the $60 version of this and then it just like it unlocks just like a regular console type version of that. I don't know. That's a right, stupid it just idea. Gives yeah. you all then they the... wouldn't make nearly as much money. Yeah. You could still have cosmetics and stuff behind a got- gotcha. Yeah. I think that's how they should do it. Don't put progression behind that. Put silly hats behind it. That's true. That would make them a lot of money. Really? Silly waifu outfits. But not as much money. That's the problem. I think they're doing fine. Yeah, I don't know. I will play the game again once they add another con- continent. Con- content? Yeah, I continent still, content. I still constantly see trailers for like new characters and stuff like that that they're adding. Right, yeah. Their so, character designs are really good. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well. All right. But, uh, what? Yeah, I, I, we're not going to talk about this all night. But I feel no, like no. This is not the Genshin Impact Awards. <laughs> Lack of awards. Lack all right. I, it was nominated at the Game Awards for something. I forget what. Yeah. Why is this here award? <laughs> Best Whales Award. <laughs> the Sleeper Hit Award is next, and I am picking Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Because ain't no one give a shit. True. But if you want to play a Zelda like or Breath of the Wild like that's not Genshin Impact, <laughs> I recommend this one because it's amazing. And it will come up later in the show. So I'll, that's it. That's all I'll say about it now. Woo. Oh, all right. All right. I. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Gonna... No, you're good. Oh. Um, my pick is probably pretty obvious. Um, Among Us was my pick um how was that sleeping at all it was a sleeper hit because nobody knew about that game since or heard about it since 2018 and then it just took over the world Hmm. so it was a sleep it was almost in hibernation until all of a sudden the like youtube and streaming community started playing it and then it just took over kind of like so in not as comparable to like immortal Immortals Phoenix Rising, but like when that came out, you know, because we all we constantly heard about it was like people making fun of the fact that it was gods. What is it? What was it? Gods and monsters. And then yeah. people started making fun of the name. And that's all. I mean, even we poked fun at it. And then suddenly it's like, gotta be honest, I'm enjoying this more than Assassin's Creed. And then I started seeing that everywhere. 
and then mm-hmm. it suddenly started popping up on people's like game of the year list and so it crept up and started kind of becoming that sleeper hit and among us kind of you know it was all about fall guys and then all of a sudden fall guys was nowhere to be seen and right. it was just among us well this is why among us can't be a sleeper hit because everyone knows it and likes it now they do was a sleeper no i don't That's think you know what a sleeper is. hit is of course it was a sleep now it's a hit I don't know. i'm gonna have it <laughs> it woke up it woke <laughs> up it's awake now it's a woke hit <laughs> oh boy anyway <laughs> well well then in my case i guess i didn't understand it either because for sleeper hit i put i put fall guys for that that makes more Just, sense just because it was kind of along the same lines where it, well, I mean, it came out and it was insanely popular for that first week or two where everyone seemed to be buying it. Everyone seemed to be playing it. Yeah. And it was crashing the servers. And uh, I think it's more, right? Because most of the people had to pay to get into it, whether it was through their PlayStation Plus or on Steam or Epic or wherever it was. And like everyone knew about it. Everyone knew knew about the jelly beans that you could dress up in a costume and play most extreme elimination. And it was it was wildly popular. And it's still pretty popular today, just not as popular. So I think with quarantine and people staying at home and wanting something to play, it just did really well and was really successful. Yeah, I think I think it came out really hot and then as it died down, I think what people wanted was more um more just, content. Just more content, more games, less team-based games because they were tired of getting eliminated just for being on like oh, yeah. team yellow. And I think that's really where they kind of messed up was just not capitalizing as quickly, but it's hard, you know. If I'm not sure how big the team is, but having to suddenly be like, "Oh shit, we're a hit and people are demanding more stuff." And that's kind of where they kind of faltered, but they suddenly came out with more content. I think that's kind of what helped their resurgence is like, Hey, we got all these cool new costumes for the, your jelly bean people. So come on back. And people started. Right. And they've had back. some great crossover costumes. Yeah. And like, they really need to capitalize that. Like I, I've always, I've wondered if it would be more successful if people, so many people weren't being home and getting burnt out on it so quickly because it was just something to play so they were mm. playing a lot of it very quickly they think that if they were you know giving it time to breathe and just playing it a couple like an hour or so a night you know right after work and you know not blowing their load on it so quickly so yeah they've had and they had some really great moments to like with their twitter account constantly like having those moments on on social media where people are like reacting to things that they're doing or like that Tim, the Tatman moment where he finally got his win after they were trolling him for so long, like things like that really make their game a center of attention. And right. When, right. When the devs have fun with it, when yeah. the social media accounts have fun with it, yeah. you have fun with it. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, that. Oh, you know, I, I, I want to support these guys. Yeah. I'll give it a chance and maybe buy the game or buy some costumes. Or never win and stop playing. Or never or win. Delete it. Uh, I looked up the definition of sleeper hit, and oh, uh, I don't think any of us are right. I don't Damn it. <laughs> I don't think any of us. So we're just going to leave that there and move on. 
I'm I'm shocked. I guess I thought it was something else. Yeah. So you looked up sleeper agent. <laughs> I looked up sleeper agent. Sleeper cell. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, we, we all are wrong. Okay. Next award is the Dum Dum Award. Yeah, my favorite. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know who did that one? The candy? It's spelled like the candy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I and like I picked Sony's bad marketing slash pre-orders slash nonsense, <laughs> such as when they revealed... Demon Souls, or yeah, when they had that presentation, it was well. Here's Demon Souls, and it has also on PC on the bottom, and it didn't yeah. say it was a launch title, and, and neither did Spider Man. Like, why is your marketing so bad? Uh, I don't, I don't understand what Sony did this last year, but it was not good. Yeah. Well, okay. I also chose PlayStation's <laughs> yeah pre-order disaster. <laughs> wow, it was bad. It, it was, was really bad. bad. Yeah, it was. It's uh, still bad. <laughs> it's still bad. I mean, and I think I was I was gonna choose just the next gen pre order disaster, but I think really Sony Sony was was so bad. Yeah, no I I thought about that because because they're like, oh, we're gonna have pre orders tomorrow, like right after the event. But then who was it? Target or Walmart? Like started putting them out like an hour after. Yeah, and people were freaking the freaking out. Walmart was like, come get them, bitches. <laughs> like, people are like, what? Was it set till tomorrow? And yeah, it was just chaos. Tomorrow somewhere. And then they just started releasing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coming get Walmart, em. you're dumb. <laughs> Damn it. I'll never get them. But that does make sense. It's a good. Yeah, it's not true. good. I, I, I was going to use that for a, an award later in the show. That's fair. So I'm glad I got covered. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Uh, but my dumb dumb award goes to the file size of modern warfare. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> because it's so dumb how large that game is. It's ridiculous. And they kinda fixed it when you could choose what you wanted, because you know, if you were just playing the free to play battle royale, you but you still had to download everything for Call of Duty. And they finally added the option where you don't have to install like the campaign or multiplayer. You could just have Warzone. But even then, it was still a very big file size. So, yeah, Modern I get... Warfare, enjoy your dumb dumb award. Yeah. I guess there's convenience in that with having the whole thing download because then it's like, man, I'm really enjoying Warzone. You know what? I might as well spend my money and just unlock the full version, and then boom, it's already downloaded. But well, that would be fine if it wasn't so big and yeah. taking up so much space. <laughs> I, I really I like had the... an extra hard drive. Yeah, just for that game. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I I love the memes where it's like uh, where it's from the I think from that Tom Hanks movie where it's like the guy that's stealing the boat or whatever, and he's like, and it's called it, but it's Call of Duty, and it's like I'm your hard drive now. <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, Call of Duty. Definitely a dum dum. Yep. Yep. Dum 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 dum. Gets my slow clap. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So okay. Nice. We're we're gonna move on to best and worst awards. So this is the best and worst moments, and I have separated them out to the big three console manufacturers, so best and worst Nintendo. 
best and worst xbox playstation you know that's it i was yeah. gonna say etc but that it's three so <laughs> yeah i wonder and... how many of these are going to cross over if any between us uh probably a lot that's, that's what i'm curious on okay okay so i'll start with nintendo we'll do uh them one by one but bet both right but one by right. one this is a yeah. mess but you'll understand after i say it. Uh, <laughs> okay best of worst nintendo for me the worst is nintendo basically saying nothing this entire year <laughs> uh constantly doing fuck all like <laughs> they announced that mario uh rpg whatever in a tweet like they just mm. <laughs> just rogue they totally went rogue this year and i'm not a fan of that nonsense uh, and, and the best Nintendo thing is that controller grip thing that Joel told me about that I bought that oh. attaches the pro controller to the switch. Yeah. Oh, I've been using that fucking every day. It's amazing. Dude, I love that thing. It's so good. I love that thing. I, Only the switch had controllers attached to it before. I rarely, suck. <laughs> I rarely use <laughs> drift. my, I rarely use my Joy-Cons ever. I don't even yeah, think they're the attached to my aren't that switch. Good. I threw them over by my dock and they've just sat there since I got it. Threw them in the garbage disposal. Sad. <laughs> They're awful and they drift. drift. They're too small. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. Joel. So <laughs> mine is one I barely understand, but I saw it cause an uproar. <laughs> really? It, I, I saw it cause an, cause an uproar. Um, but. Uh, they, didn't they shut down that big house tournament that happens every year for Super Smash Brothers Melee? Oh yes. yeah. So yep. and I saw people, and that's when it was like there was like a huge uh, free, I think it was like free Melee hashtag going around. Yep. Um, but Nintendo's always just been very like unfriendly to content creators, and they continue to do that, and they're very like overprotective about a lot of their IPs, which. I get you can be, but like it's gotten to a point where it just shows very old school, uptight Nintendo. Um, and I think that was just showing everybody once again that they're just like extremely conservative about like lending or even just to like a community that supported one of their games for so long. They're just how unsupportive they, yeah. they are. But they weren't doesn't this tournament using they're using a mod. Uh some kind of yeah mod that hacked yeah. the system to let them play online like that's kind of why i i get it yeah i i get that too but it's something yeah that I that's think exactly they, it. but it's just because there's no support for that because it's a 25 year old game true <laughs> true but you know yeah the gamecube doesn't have online yeah. we were logging into aol at the time <laughs> but <laughs> there's also think about it that's also something you could say about the lack of backwards compatibility that they've offered we get one little drip out of a leaky faucet of backwards compatibility on an app yeah. on an online service it's a desert out there it's a desert out there um for uh i guess best moment i would say just the not yet oh well, do not... the best i did my best yeah oh you best. did oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. hey man yeah it was the controller best. thing um for me i would just say uh the uh oh gosh i had it in my head oh <laughs> they continue to just kill it in sales i mean the yeah. Oh, you know, no, no. I actually had a okay. good one. I have never had uh, such an easy experience link linking family online accounts to a service. I had to really. I, I paid, so I paid my year subscription, upgraded to the family account, so I could get all my kids 
the Nintendo Switch online service for the whole year, and it was so fucking easy. I did huh. it. That you couldn't believe it was Nintendo. <laughs> I couldn't believe it was Nintendo, and it made me almost think of Sony and Microsoft at almost like they're, they were inferior for a second. Like, why can't you guys do this? Ugh. <laughs> like, I yeah. couldn't believe it. It was literally just email invites. And then when they receive their email invites, they just accept. And then it goes to my Nintendo app and I see them on there. It was like wow. so freaking easy. I couldn't believe it. It like blew my mind. That That's impressive. I'm impressed that Nintendo did something successful with their online service. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I'm, I was shocked. I thought it was, I thought it was literally. Asleep. I'm shocked hearing about it. Yeah, I, I, know. Thought, <laughs> I, I don't believe it. I thought it was asleep, honestly. I can't believe it's not Nintendo. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put some butter on it too. What? 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 Is that why it's drifting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's slick as hell. Cool. Logan. All right. So I kind of just like Joel. My worst Nintendo moment of the year was I wrote it as Nintendo being jerks to the Smash community. Oh, wow. Because that was a big event. It was, you know, with 2020, a lot of online tournament or tournaments got canceled. And then there was drama that caused further ter- online tournaments to be completely canceled that we in the fighting game community love to watch. And we missed out on a lot of that. And then when they came out and the shut down that big tournament, it disappointed a lot of people, especially since we, a lot of us were looking forward to that after all the drama with Smash players and that whole ordeal in the oh, summer. Yeah. Yep. So it was really disappointing. It was really unfortunate to miss out on that because this program and everything that they had makes playing online Smash Melee just like you were playing it uh, at, like on stage without lack of lag and everything. So it was unfortunate to see that happen. So fuck you, Nintendo. For that. <laughs> Wait, now you got to give my best award. <laughs> uh, the best thing for Nintendo this year, you you said it first, Joel. I, I put it as their crazy su- success with the Switch uh, in selling during quarantine. Because when that first lockdown happened, and Animal Crossing coming out at the same time, like the pricing and the availability of the Switch just was crazy. The price went up, doubled, almost tripled sometimes, and then everyone was buying it. You couldn't buy it anywhere, and so they made they made bank. So good for them, I guess. Yeah, yay! Continues to kill. Still killing it. Still killing. All right, let's move on to Xbox or Xbox or, or Xbox, Xbox, whichever. Xbox. My uh, best and worst. Worst is no Halo and no exclusives really at all for the Series X and mm-hmm. S. Womp womp womp. We don't need to talk womp, about womp. talk about that much. Uh, <laughs> the best actually is the the Series X. I've loved my time with it. I think it's a great system. It's fucking silent uh thanks ps4 uh everything about it 
Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's it's a great system. I love it. Can't wait to play more games on it. It's it's so good. It's, it, yeah, it's great. Cool. Joe. My wow. word, I guess worst Xbox moment would be also um same thing. No exclusives really to really make me want an Xbox. You know? Not like oh, I gotta have it this year. I need it now. Mm-hmm. Um but best um it continues to be game pass game pass continues to give me a reason to want to be in the xbox uh like environment ecosystem ecosystem (laughs) um it not only echo chamber (laughs) not only do i continue to constantly check what's on game pass and i've more recently started playing my xbox um but it now even makes me more excited for when i get my computer to be like all these things that I'm playing on my Xbox now, I can play on my PC. Yay. So, yeah. Yep. And they do a really good job with, like, here's a blog post. Here's what's coming out. And it's always, you know, 10 games yeah. across the three different platforms that they use. And so there's always stuff coming out for it. And they do a great job with that. Yeah. I just think they, it's to me, like, especially now that I'm going to have this PC, like, do I ever need to get an Xbox? Or, I mean, I I think eventually I would still want an Xbox Series X for sure, but I'm not in a hurry now to get it. Sure, definitely, yeah, that makes sense. And I don't, I use it as my media yeah. hub thing. So yeah, I also would really need to see a huge difference in Halo to really be interested, because to me, Halo's fucking boring. <laughs> Well, based on that PC you bought, you're going to play it just as good as an Xbox. So just Yeah, you can don't, play it on PC. <laughs> don't worry exactly. about it. Exactly. Yeah, you're good. Got Shmalo. it covered. Halo. So speaking of Halo, that is my also worst moment for Microsoft because it was specifically Halo just because that was supposed to be a launch title. That was supposed to be the big game for your new console because... Microsoft is such associated with Master Chief and Halo as a franchise. To have that happen after the trickling of information and v- trailers we had for that game to be delayed and like the directors leaving and like being changed and whatnot, it's unfortunate. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Worst moment. It's a pretty bad moment. Yeah, actually, it could end up being the best moment for Xbox next year or this year now. Right. Hopefully. Especially after you know the whole cyberpunk thing and yeah, people making fun of the gameplay demo. Yep. Craig. Let Craig. Halo run. <laughs> uh, the best moment for I chose for Microsoft this year was their acquisition of Bethesda in ZeniMax. I think that was a big win for them and a big win for Xbox and Game Pass holders. So that's, I thought that was significant enough to be warranted for that award. I agree. That's a good one. Mm hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Okay. Moving on to PlayStation or PlayStation or PlayStation. My worst are the scalpers. 
ruining Christmas for me specifically. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't it's... you people realize bed doesn't have demon yeah, souls? Me. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> it does suck. Um, not obviously not just for me, but it, it does suck that it seems like the only way to buy one of these things is to pay double what it is. I don't know how they underestimated or underproduced. I, I don't know. Maybe the demand was way higher than I thought. That's great. But I would really like to just like I it's never been harder to give someone five hundred dollars. It's never been harder <laughs> to yeah. do that. Just take my money and put me on a waiting list and I'll get it in a month. Like that's fine. But to have to just follow Twitter's be like, it's available here. It's available. No. I, I I'm an adult. I can't be doing this all the time. <laughs> oh, that's that's is, worse for me. It is unfortunate for that. Yeah. And I think the best of 2024 PlayStation were the first party games. We got Last of Us, Ghost, and uh Spider-Man, another Horizons coming, God of War, yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy technically exclusive it's that that's crazy that's an amazing year for uh for sony yep. especially for a new console launch as well mm-hmm. yeah i didn't even mention demon they, Soul. yeah they had great games all staggered throughout the year then a console and release and dreams <laughs> we always forget about dreams i almost had dreams in mind as the best, <laughs> as as the worst that it was not properly promoted Marketed. enough, yeah, yeah. Mm. that it could be so much more and more creative, and more people can use it, especially creative bit during quarantine. Anyway, I didn't choose that. <laughs> yeah, they should have done like, "Hey, you're stuck at home. Why don't we have a month game jam challenge? Make your best whatevers." It, it's it's a no brainer. <laughs> it writes itself, like <laughs> exactly the fucking easiest thing to do. No, they just shit the bed. Mar Sony is just ugh, annoying. They're weird, man. They're weird. Yep. My worst Sony moment. The moment. very confusing PS5 backwards compatibility save data <laughs> shit. Like where people would go to download the PS5 version but accidentally download the PS4 version of the game. Oh or gosh. if they needed to transfer the PS4 data for, like, let's say, Spider-Man, they would have to install and download or download and install the PS4 version of Spider-Man, then transfer the data, and then install the PS5 version of Spider-Man. Like, just yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> like, Dude, it made smart uh, delivery sound so good. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it just went to show you how much smoother things were on the xbox side when it came to backwards compatibility and and the transition to the next gen um my best sony moment is uh playstation outselling xbox like by a huge margin continues to be this hot item the demand is so crazy you can't even click one of those links that you find on like wario 64's page without meeting a sold out page already like it's just insane how mm -hmm. even when they get stock it's just instantly sold out no matter where you go even on sony's freaking website it's 
just crazy. Like, I mean, they, they, even though the, a lot of their messaging was shitty, even though their pre-order was a mess, like it just continues to be always sold out, which is, it shows you demand is really high and it's oh, yeah. infuriating that scalpers and bots. And then you see all these people just like handing them out through like giveaways or like, I think the night that the Lakers got their rings, the Clippers each got a PS5 because they were playing the, the Lakers that night. So it's like, you're not getting a ring, but here's the fucking PS5. <laughs> so it's just like, That's hey, weird. let the people it's kind of those. infuriating. It is. I hate <laughs> seeing all those shit. people or like, like these people make so much money that. Yeah. Yeah. This is just an insult to they us. They already have one probably, but even worse, it's just like yeah. seeing like, like, uh, I mean, you see like content creators, they have like, like that guy, uh, MKBD. What's his name? The the guy that does like the tech. We have stuff. no idea. The guy, that, he's the guy on YouTube. The guy on YouTube that does all the tech reviews and stuff. He had that like ten. There's, there's a guy on YouTube. Yeah, you, you would know. Does reviews? Know he had like ten videos? PS5s, and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna be giving these away." And it's like, motherfucker, how did you get all those? <laughs> I bet you could probably make a video or make a thing saying you're going to give away a PS5. Just buy one from the scalpers and then you'll make more money from like a contest maybe, and Twitch contest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seeing a picture of the box, Photoshop into your video and be like, make sure you follow. I don't know. Yeah. Follow. You get an extra entry. Infuriating. That's a good idea. I'm going to start doing that. Okay, cool. Let me know. It's crazy how (laughs) the (laughs) the lack of PS5s has created like online discord communities strictly for tracking and sharing information on yes finding ps5s and like just tons of people and there's like subreddits dedicated just to tracking the ps5 and the same thing like sharing information and just online communities everywhere because of this situation absolutely insane yeah disaster indeed crazy anyways Logan. Uh, so yeah, I I thought about those basically pretty much for my worst Sony moment, but I guess what I actually chose for me was their committing and confirmation to seventy dollars for the first party games for the next gen. Like we kinda saw that before with like NBA and a couple games that and like Ubisoft, I think had a couple games that were saying $70 for next gen. And people are like, I don't know. It's probably true. I don't know. And then, you know, they like, oh, Demon's Souls and Miles Morales, $60, $70, blah, blah, blah. And it was, you know, it's just that time. $500 consoles, $70 games. Like, this is just the natural progression. It it was long overdue, but sucks that it happens. (laughs) It happened at, like, the worst time in our economy <laughs> during the <Yeah>. pandemic <laughs> that's and, true yeah when everyone's like struggling uh but as far as my best sony moment i decided to go with their bringing playstation exclusives to pc uh because we start we saw horizon we saw beyond two souls and heavy rain in detroit we saw death stranding this year all on pc and you know, giving more gamers the opportunity to experience these great games, and I, I, 
I think that's awesome. I think that's something that probably we wouldn't have guessed last year that that would happen, even though we've heard rumors about like Bloodborne and stuff for a long time on PC. But to see this actually happening, them to be pretty successful and just, you know, more people. Cause, you know, I, I, I had a couple friends that were like, oh man, I just played Detroit Beyond Human and I loved it. I was like, that's great. Like, I know you never had the opportunity because you just were strictly a PC gamer. So it's it's cool to see that. Mm-hmm. And I think they see the success and hopefully more happens. Bloodborne. That's, well, that's all I game. want. I, I did it's watch uh, Alfredo Diaz play Horizon on PC with like the best resolution, 60 frames, all that. It looks so good. It looks so good. Oh, yeah. Right there, there's pros to playing these games on PC to get those abilities. Yeah, right. It just makes you want to play everything on PC. Yeah, yeah. I was mentioning last week playing uh, Death Stranding on PC. It looks like a next gen game. Like it does, looks really good, stunning. Great. Wow. Okay, that was a lot of awards. You got any trumpets you want to play, Joel? Are you, are you even clapping this entire time? Or we what? have one more award. No, we have two. Two, two. more. Yeah. Well, I two play the trumpet. Trumpets. I play the trumpet every time you say an award. I hate you. The next award <laughs> is... Boo. <laughs> Boo. Best non-2020 game that you played last year. And for me, it's between two things, but I think Joel might pick the other one. Maybe not. Uh, I'm going to pick AI The Somnium Files, which is <laughs> a really cool game. It's a kind of like a visual novel oh, I remember this. Yeah, okay. I remember. thing where you're, you kind of make decisions on this timeline, and then you follow all the story paths. And it, it's this crazy sci-fi meta-narrative, because eventually your character starts realizing that they can fuck with the timeline, or that it's being fucked with. And so after you get all the endings, then you can go do the true ending where you realize this. It's it's really cool. Uh, Isn't that from like the Steins Gate universe? Uh, no, it's oh. from the person that Zero Escape, I think. Okay. Those, those games are the three doors. It's one of those. It, oh, right. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, it's excellent, though. I, I really liked it. Um, there's so many like all these alternate endings, too they dive into a single character. So you get to know everything about them. And then it'll be like, well, I got to go back to the time skip or not the time skip, but like the branching path. And everything that happened in that is still true. But then these other events happened where you see the branch. It's, it's fascinating how they do it. And it's laid out on this like cork board so you can follow it. It's super good. Cool. Joel. My non-2020 game was Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I finally played it, loved it, blown away by it, and uh, I think a lot of that is because they took a lot from what they did in The Last of Us and kind of put it in this game, and Mm -hmm. it was, you know, you really, as you play through it, you really felt attached to the characters from the Uncharted series, and it kind of made me realize how much I really enjoyed those characters because they just felt more real in this game like like you really felt 
the personalities and the attachment to the characters and their relationships and their just everything they've been through and to get that like final adventure was great and just everything that happened like all the events in that game like the how high like you climb up and the crazy shit that happens in some of those structures and the visuals and the like set pieces blew me away like i was just i regret waiting so long but i'm kind of glad that i got to play it after the last of us 2 and just realized like holy shit this is still an amazing game even after playing the last of us part 2 like i'm so blown away by this game it was really good so, yeah. so you never played it before last year. I, I played it up until I maybe got like four hours. Like I got up to the oh, okay. right before um, a couple, maybe like a chapter before you get to the Jeep chase. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and okay, man. Yeah. Great good. game. A great wrap up. Great conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. For so, that series. Uh, as far as my best non twenty twenty game I played this year, I had to give it to Pong. Beat Saber. Oh, because it's something I've been wanting to play, and obviously it has the VR point of entry that a lot of people don't have. The stars finally aligned for me with my setup and being able and having access to a VR headset that I was able to play it, and I had a feeling I was going to like it but I loved it and I still love it. Like it's, I just sunk hours and hours into it. And even, and just seeing my own progression going from the different difficulties and challenging myself and seeing myself grow and just having custom modded songs that people would make and new songs coming out all the time and experiencing new songs that way too is like, it's just so much fun. And having the ability to see Beat Saber at GDQ last week and having so many more people exposed to it and liking it. I'm just happy that more people are able to like, oh, maybe I want to get into the Beat Saber community. They talked about how the online servers for Beat Sabers got hit because of the GDQ showcase that they did. People wanting to jump in and play it and experience that, especially since the Quest 2 just came out and that was a big deal with it, having multiplayer. And there's always song packs coming out. So Beat Saber, two swords up. Yay. Nice. I got to check out the GDQ run for that. Yeah. It was a showcase, not a run, but, oh, you know, it's... Yeah, what are you going to run? Yeah, because songs are set time, right? Yeah, like, songs are the set time. Yeah, I guess but I didn't think that. Showcase. You would like it. I would I would recommend it just because it's it's crazy. When you see someone play at expert plus levels. <laughs> just, oh yeah. It's just octopus flailing around. <laughs> They're just like a yeah, octopus <laughs> spinning around. Cool. Uh okay. Final award. Oh, I do want to shout out my alt pick was Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a good ass game. It is good. good oh, I guess I could have picked Bloodborne. I played Bloodborne again last year. <laughs> I'll pick Bloodborne. Uh, best game to watch on Twitch last year for me was Among Us. I don't know what it is. I've never played Among Us. I don't even think it's that funny. 
but it's just enjoyable to have people yell at each other and not understand what's happening that I, I, I really like all the streams I've, uh, all the streams I've watched of it. I agree. It's not a sleeper hit. <laughs> I agree. It's a sleepy hit. Um, well, actually, I think way to ruin his award. <laughs> I think Among Us might be the only one that technically is a sleeper hit, based on the definition I read. It's the closest, uh, I guess. Yes. Anyway. Uh, anyway. I What's win. your game? I win the award. Um. Yeah, that uh, Among Us is also mine. Um. I so because I especially with work. I've almost stopped listening to a majority of the podcasts I normally listen to. Like you entirely. have to work. Can't no, just... but like, cause I'm on a computer all day. So like I get phone calls maybe every 20, 30 minutes in between like answering emails. So I'm on my computer all day. And so I'll have like Twitch just in the background. So among us is just in the background all day and I'll be watching or like listening to just this um, who's it? Steve Septic. If you guys don't know, who Steve we Septic don't is. know who anyone is. So Sugar Pine Seven. You guys don't know who Sugar Pine Seven is. No, no one's ever heard of okay. these people. We're old. I know. <laughs> you you should have heard of him if you watched like kind of funny. They did an I've interaction heard of with him. them during like the when they went to the Achievement Hunter Spring Summer thing. Yeah, so that's about they've it. had they've had interactions. Okay, Spring but, Summer. So he does this morning lobby every morning, and. With some like some very familiar people that are from other like streaming and YouTube communities, and since I've started watching them just the past couple months, Among Us like has formed these like friendships with them, and it's like I watch almost like a some sort of like Saved by the Bell shit every morning, but it's in an Among <laughs> Us lobby, so it's just really weird, but it's so fucking funny. Their their interactions and the way they play, they play like really sweaty lobbies but it's never like like mean or like nobody's getting mad or something like that but it's just so fucking funny like i have i'm so entertained and it's just because like my actual playing time of among us is so low but also just in general like i don't get to play as many games even after work as i used to so that's really just the only gaming like interaction i have through most of the days just like getting to enjoy that so it, it's definitely my like um, game to watch right now. Except GDQ took up, took some attention away from it. Yeah. Logan. Uh, yeah. I didn't really have a good answer for this because I don't really, I don't, I don't watch streams of games or Twitch or anything like that. But what I when I do watch Twitch, it's for like events, it's for like tournaments, like GDQ or Evo or. You know, smaller fighting game tournaments, or just watching melee, or I mean, Smash Ultimate tournaments, and so I guess just fighting games in general is what I like to watch on Twitch. And we, you know, we didn't get a lot of that this year because of a certain something that went around. So gonorrhea. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst. Wow, he's <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. It was just everywhere. Yeah, that's true. We didn't get a whole lot of those. And like Evo is my big thing that I watch every summer and I just love watching the tournament and just the crowd getting hype and the character reveals and then new game reveals and 
you know, just miss, missed out on that this year. And so, yeah, hope things change this year. Still getting a new Guilty Gear in 2021, aren't we? Yes, it comes yeah. out on my birthday, so I'm very oh, excited for that. All right. Wow. I'm going to be buying that day one <laughs> as a gift to myself. There you go. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Gets his ass kicked right on like. Yep. <laughs> oh, I will, and I'll love every second of it because it looks so good. Cool. All right. Okay, that's the end of the awards. Uh oh. Now we move on to our game of the year lists, uh, starting with honorable mentions. Sweet. Um, there's no real rules for this or how it works in terms of honorable mentions. So I, I'm just going to run through a few. Okay. And uh, I guess we'll just go, go from there. Um, the problem is, I have so many fucking games on this list. It's hard to to pick it out, and I almost want to pick Genshin Impact just to be annoying, but I'm not going to. <laughs> you played a lot of games. Goddamn right. I did play a lot of uh, Genshin Impact. I want to shout out Crash Four for being somehow great, and the final world is a throwback to Crash One, kind of, and it's really cool. Uh, as a newcomer to the Crash fan, or whatever, that sentence fell apart. Mm. Um, XCOM Chimera Squad was mm. so good. I still think about that every once in a while, how much I loved what they did to the XCOM formula and made it. They just took away all the fat, and it is straight combat uh, tactical the entire time. There's no wandering around or fog of war nonsense. It is just, you're in a battle now, and you're in a battle now, and you're in a battle now. It's so good. And my last one will be Doom Eternal, which mm. I think is better in basically every way than Doom 2016. The refinements of the combat, the additional abilities with the, the grapple or the dashing in air more times and all of that. They added in the, what was it, the flamethrower so you can get armor, that kind of rock, paper, scissors of it is so fun. It, it's it's such a great game. It almost made my top of the year. I think at this point it's number six or seven. Yeah, it's very, 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 very good. Cool. Yeah, a lot of people really liked it. Yeah. We'll love that. That's my honorables. The honorable. The honorable Joel will go next. All right. It's time to dishonor you with my honorable mentions. Perfect. <laughs> Objection. Uh, my first one on that list is going to be Grindstone, which I uh -huh. played on the Switch. It's essentially a port from the Apple Arcade app version, but I really enjoyed that game. Nice little puzzle. Um, I don't know. It's basically a puzzle game, but it you can upgrade your character and add different abilities and different items to use during your puzzle board. Um, I get a kick out of that game. I'm on the fourth world now, and I'm just having a good time with it. Highly recommend it. Um, next was Yakuza Like a Dragon. It totally could have made my list had I played more of it, but I Same. picked it up like near the end of December, so didn't quite have enough time to really get in there. But Yakuza all together, like I just started getting into that series, and the more and more I play of these games, the more I I fall in love with that series. Um, and then the last one I'm just gonna put on there. Um, 
because I'm probably going to get back into it here pretty soon because I'm just like, like kind of itching for, um, for kind of what, what you said with XCOM is uh, Gears Tactics. I think Gears oh, Tactics yeah. is, I feel like, I wouldn't say it's underrated, but I feel like it was underplayed this year. I didn't under the radar under the radar for sure. Um, and I still need to finish it, but I really enjoyed that game. And I think, I think it's not as kind of like what you said with XCOM. It's like they trimmed the fat, right? I think XCOM two was a little, just felt like too much at a certain point, almost like overwhelming gears. Isn't like that. It's very, especially if you're familiar with gears, it's it felt familiar even though i'm not super into gears and it was easy to pick up and play and it's just fun and it's like gruesome <laughs> and i don't know it's uh it's a good time so i i i think it's uh and it's on game pass fuck and they just put it on console really cool yeah that's where i think i'm gonna play it on console uh, on, i PC. forgot one of mine okay. and it's gonna be funny you're gonna, laugh at, you're gonna <laughs> laugh at me when i say what, what it was but Pokemon I Pokemon. forgot about Cyberpunk. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> I think Cyberpunk's great. It's such a fun game, but I stopped playing it because I want them to finish patching it. That's it's a good thing to hold them to, I guess. Understandable, yeah. yeah. I almost had it as my number five. It was my number five for a long time, and I realized like I can't do that. That's I just can't do it. It's so yeah. good, though. I I really having a great time with it. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Mr. Logan. Uh, I do not have any honorable mentions. I did not play that many games this year. That's dishonorable. (laughs) I felt the Uh, same way. I struggled to get, I haven't played a, I I don't, I haven't played a game in like the last two months. So it just hasn't happened. Okay. I don't have any. (laughs) That's fine. Whatever. I could do 10 more because I don't do anything. No. Don't let them. I play garbage games. Don't let them. <laughs> garbage, stupid games. That'd be, that'd be stupid a good. People. That'd be a good segment you could do. Garbage. garbage that was two weeks ago when I I played like ten Game Pass games. Yeah, we called it the Game Pass Bonanza. Yeah. Garbage Game Pass games. The GGG. Triple G. Three G. No, you got to put the P in there. Game Pass. Garbage. No, my alliteration. No. GGPG. No, he'll never remember it. GGPG. <laughs> it's too hard. Oh no! Too many letters now. Okay, so now we'll do the official, our top five games of 2020. Sound the trumpet, dude! Right, right when you said it, I had just hit it. Wow. Ben, you, you're a psychic. Uh-huh. Yeah, because where else would the fan t- of them now? He likes it. <laughs> where would the trumpet have gone except for there? <laughs> no, but like so, you cued it perfectly. It was uh-huh. insane. Good job. We'll start with number five. My number five is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Much to my surprise, uh, yeah. I played a lot of this game, and then I took a break for Immortals and Cyberpunk and my Game Pass Bonanza. Game Pass, and Bonanza. I, I it was one of those games i wanted to come back to i wanted to return to this and see like do i like it it how do i feel about it played like another 10 hours of it game's amazing it's so good they the way they lead the player around to make you not feel like you're just checking boxes everywhere the map is overwhelming it's such a nice progression oh you want me to go to that city okay i'll do everything along the way 
and it just feels nice and easy breezy. It's a uh, very relaxing to play it in that way. It's stupid pretty also. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I just have loved so much about it. You go to, where is it? Not Valhalla. Where do you go? Um, what's the city in Norse place that they, I don't know. You didn't spoil it last time. Yeah, it's Kratosville. No, they go to this place, but you see like the rainbow bridge and shit. And like, Mario this Kart. Is, this is so, yeah, you go to Mario Kart and there's like, you know, piranha plants and stuff. Yes. It's so cool. I really like the, uh, the skill progression and the item upgrades. It's not, it's not amazing, but it always feels like I'm earning something towards that. And it's just a very comforting, fun game to play taking over the hills of england one city at a time it's like kill all these fools one hill at a time and it's it's some of these um like death animations where you'll stab someone in the back of their head and then you punch them and their head goes flying off I'm like why how does that even work <laughs> but there's limbs and shit you're a viking everywhere. yeah well one of the other ones was you you stab their neck like you hit their neck one way twice with an axe and then you punch it the other way. There's a lot of punching heads off and the head just goes flying. Like it's crazy. Hmm. But yeah. AC Valhalla is, is phenomenal. I think after Odyssey, which was a disaster for me and way overwhelming. This too much. This feels like a like a normal action adventure. It's closer to Horizon, I would say, than Assassin's Creed to me from my perspective. Interesting. Yeah. And that's it, Joel. My number five was Hades. Boo. Uh, I'll hit the booze booze. myself. I'll hit the booze myself. Yes. Um, I really liked it. It's, uh, I think the combat was really fun. I had a fun time. Um, Anytime I would talk to anybody about it, even Ben at times. Yes, Ben. Um, About the builds that we would get. Talking about like what combos we had. Um, it was, it's good. I had a hard time getting through it. Honestly, like I, it took me 54 attempts, which sounds awful, but, um, yeah. I enjoyed it. And when I beat it, I, I mean, not beat it, beat it. Like everyone's, Oh, you gotta get through it 10 times. Shut up. I beat it. It's once. not I'm near. Good. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Like get, Aww. get over yourselves. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. I thought it was really good. Um, I even really love the characters in it. Although not enough to beat it 10 times through because I'm not no. going to do that to myself. Yeah. But, crazy. you know, even, even if I, every now and then, I just feel like going in, playing a round or a run, I'm not, like, going to go in there and dedicate myself to beating it. Like, I just, I just have a good time with it. it. I like the combat in it enough. I like the abilities. And, yeah. I, that's why I put it there. It was I one think of, it's, the, it's the best roguelike, roguelite that I've played. Yeah. I think I just enjoyed it so much and I still have fun with it that it, and it's one of the games this year that I felt I enjoyed enough to put it past all the other games that were in, behind it, I guess, but not in front of it. That's fine. I have it listed as my number 21. Oh, gosh. I, I want to call your Thanks Game Pass game. Bonanza more of a Game Pass bender. <laughs> That's kind of what it was. And four of those games, I think, are above it. Good shit on Game Pass, man. I'm telling you. Good shit, Game Pass. All right. GSGP. Logan, stop making acronyms and tell us your number five. Oh, my number five is ACNH. 
Animal Crossing. Neither oh. I. <laughs> it's really hard for me. <laughs> Speaking of acronyms. Uh, yeah, it just, uh, I'm a huge Animal Crossing fan. Came out at the right time. And I felt like everyone was playing it, visiting each other's islands and just having a blast with it. Mm-hmm. You know, just having a game you could always open and play whenever you want and, you know, visit your animal friends and go fishing and see the changes with Halloween events and winter events and things like that with the seasons. And it's just enjoyable. And it's like my number 19 now. Animal Crossing. <laughs> They're all over the place. The more I played Animal Crossing, the more I did not care for it, which sucks. But it yeah. is great. Okie dokles. Number quattro. Number quattro is Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was such a surprise to me. I still can't believe it was good. And not just good, but great. In so many levels. Uh, presentationally, this is the best that JRPG has ever been. It, it, it blew me away. I don't even care about Final Fantasy VII. But so much of the music and so much of the characters, like, this is, I can't even believe this is happening. There's so many moments in that game where you're just looking at the screen like, really? They did it? How? Uh, And the combat is a lot of fun. It takes a little while to get used to, but it's super unique. And They make it work. Yeah, they make it work. They make each character not necessarily feel different, but have a different way you're supposed to play them. And hopping all in between them is super cool. It's it's great, yeah. And what it does with the story potentially, uh, like changes. I really hope, I really hope part two is not completely different from the original, but vastly different based on the ending and yeah. stuff that happens there. God, I hope it's different. Oh, it'd be so cool. They they could do some wacky shit with the next oh, yeah. one. Really, a lot of potential there. Yeah. Really hoping they do that. Yes. Uh, trumpet. All right. Do it now. <laughs> trumpet. Play the trumpet. My number four. <laughs> Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Trumpet. Wow. Um, but all to kind of just touch on everything that you said, Logan. Great time. Mm. To you know, it it was fun to play with friends, visit islands, all that fun stuff. Um, I put two hundred and fifty-five hours into that game this year. Dang. I yeah, I checked my time the other day. Um, it was a lot, a lot of time in that game. Um, it, I hit a point where I just every time I'd go back though, I was just like, why am I doing this? I there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> they haven't added anything other than just like new shit to collect, and I'm just like, I'm tired of doing that. I just wish I could. I just wish there was more different shit to do than just the same shit. There needs to be like a weekly event every week. There needs to be something, even if it's a really small thing. Yeah, I think, I mean, I haven't played it in since the Christmas thing. Same. And I think even right now, I'm just like, I'm okay. Probably not playing it for a while. I mean, I feel like this responsibility to go back and check on it. But at the same time, it's like, I I think I'm good with this animal crossing i could wait for another one to come out and just see what they add because after playing like stardew valley and games like minecraft where you just have 
the same type of stuff you can do, but there's just a lot more capability in there. It's just going back to Animal Crossing, you just feel like kind of stunted there. Like I'm like, oh man, there's just so much potential here. Mm-hmm. All the little items look cool, and it's just like, cool. I just like click it, and it like he hits the drum a little bit. Let me get on there. You guys got a little music system. Let me hit some fucking notes. Let me do some shit. I don't know. I love that fucking game, man. Number four. Number four. <laughs> that was my number Speaking four. of number four, my number four is Death Stranding for PC. Yay. Wow. <laughs> and Death Stranding PlayStation 4 was on my top five last year. Wow. So, Double you know, say what you will about that. But <laughs> when <laughs> gonna, Death Stranding came out on PS4 and having that experience and having that story and everything that the bigger picture and the everything that was the parallels and what you can relate to what we were going through as a country was important at that time and kind of eye-opening and it was even more relevant when Death Stranding came out this summer on PC just because of reconnecting America and showing off a message of we need to work together as people to do that while we are broken and I just I just love that game because of the performances and the characters and, and the story and the music and just the gameplay, you know, it, it, it pains me when people, when, if they're not jokingly saying that it's just a walking simulator when it's so much more than that. I mean, yeah, there's, there's parts when you are walking a lot, but <laughs> there's so much more happening with yeah. that. There's so much more that you're worrying about behind the scenes and, the way that the information is pre- presented to you as far as like the lore goes into the world, as you learn through people's emails that you receive from connecting with them. And you're just getting these little stories of all these characters and things like that. It's such a grand experience and, you know, people shit on it because Hideo Kojima and yeah. walking simulator and things like that. When like you're, they're missing out on so much. And I just genuinely love that game and wish more people would play it. And it, I mean, it had a success, successful launch on PC and still does really well. So, but moving up from the PlayStation version to the PC, and like Ben mentioned earlier, we see improvements in the gameplay and the performance, having to experience a ultra widescreen mode that I was able to play was awesome and really immersive so you know i felt justified that it belonged on my list cool. i'm fine with that the game's great <laughs> yeah okay game's probably in 10 years one one of the short list of games i'll remember from this time yeah it's so unique yeah it's so fun oh my god mm-hmm. the time i spent those snowy mountains it's been I like know. 30 hours <laughs> All right, my number three is a surprise to even me. Immortals Phoenix Rising Whoa. is so fucking good. It's probably the best Zelda game in the last 10 years. I don't know how many Zelda games came out in 10 years. I don't know. But two. <laughs> two. Yeah, two, right? And one Skyward Sword and fuck Skyward Sword. 
<laughs> uh, it's definitely better than that. I think uh, this game gets written off as a Breath of the Wild clone, and it's very similar, but I think in so many ways it is better. And not just like, it's a little better. Like, no, it is better than Breath of the Wild. The combat is kind of like Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, where you're light attack, heavy attack, you're dodging a lot. When you dodge, you know, right before you get hit, it slows down time and you can get more hits. I mean, Breath of the Wild does that, but Bayonetta started that, I think, more predominantly. Uh, You get a bunch of special abilities in combat. You can pick up not pick up and well yeah eventually you can upgrade to pick up enemies drag them to you drag you to them so you're like in the air doing juggles and shit um by the end of the game there's these flying harpies and i'm zipping to one hitting it zipping to the other hitting that one zipping back to the first one like this is all in the air it's so fucking cool uh they nail the upgrade system where there's like these little collectibles right that give you health and you go back to the main base and you upgrade your health with them. Well, after you've collected enough to get max health, you're still incentivized to get more of them because now it adds 1% more defense. So it's like a little little boost. It's almost uh, like an end game kind of grind for just that little bit more stat boost. But it does that with that, the stamina, all the skill trees, all the weapon trees, every single thing. There's never a point where, oh, I'm at the end of the game. I don't need to collect this resource. I don't care. Who cares about these coins? It doesn't matter. I've maxed out the skill tree. Like, no, you still can power up your skills. Even if you've maxed out the skill tree, you can still upgrade their power with the upgrade material. So smart. Every single material that I wish every game copied Immortals upgrade trees and all that shit. Like, how it plays out is perfect. And the progression also isn't it isn't so small that it's negligible um you'd upgrade your swords and you're upgrading all swords you're not just upgrading a sword you're upgrading swords so it doesn't matter which one you pick it's just swords and they it increases the stat so dramatically where the beginning of the game it's like you do 12 damage and by the end it's like you do 250 damage (laughs) like the upgrade and it's only like eight upgrades in between that so it's almost like every single upgrade is a 30% damage boost so that everything feels substantial. Every armor upgrade feels substantial. And so each sword, since you're upgrading like swords as a category, each sword has a, uh, an appearance and then also an effect. Like think Spider-Man 2018 with the suits where you can mix and match how you look, but also that power it gave you. It's yeah. like that, but for the helmet, the armor, the sword, the axe, and the bow. So every single thing is like, I want that bow because it looks like a cool cyber weapon, but I want that one's ability that gives me bonus headshot damage for every single thing. And you're constantly going and finding treasure. Every single treasure chest is like, hey, you want a cosmetic? I'm like, yeah, sure. I look at, I'll look at it. And, oh, I like that. I'll try into that for a little bit, or I don't care, but it's nice to get it. So you're constantly rewarded. Each treasure chest on the map is uncovered with a fun puzzle. The puzzles are amazing. So much better than Breath of the Wild. Fucking disaster. Uh, the vaults, which are like the... Uh, what are they called? The shrines in Breath of the Wild are way better. They're a lot more involved. You're not going to stumble upon one that's like, eh, we put a chest in a room. Okay, thanks. Uh, 
they all have a bonus chest just like breath of the wild that requires like an optional challenge it's so smart it's so good i got all the achievements in that game loved it it's Damn. the it's not a ubisoft bloated game even though it, it is a ubisoft game um it it's like 50 hours to platinum and it felt like just the perfect length it, it's not breath of the wild where it's like there's more how is there more fucking end perfect i cannot wait for the dlc for this game it is so good did i mention the puzzles are great the puzzles are so great <laughs> and they're everywhere and they're there'll be there'll be things where you have to pay attention to the environment and actually think about what's going on and it still has some of the breath of the wild weirdness where well there's a laser here I'm going to bring this thing from way over there to block the laser. I don't think that's the solution, but I'm, I can do it. So I'm going to do it. It has that fun creativeness, but not as much as Breath of the Wild, but just enough. It, it's so good. The game's amazing. It's. Yeah, uh, people are sleeping on this game. I've said it where if this was Breath of the Wild 2, people are losing their minds. Uh, I think Breath of the Wild gets a lot of help from the Zelda skin. If you took away that Zelda skin, it's a lesser game. You added the Zelda skin to Immortals, fucking best game ever. So good, so good. <laughs> Damn, high praise. It's it's amazing. Not even number one. It, it's my number one now. <laughs> oh, wow. He convinced himself. It's so good. It's probably the best game I've ever gotten a uh, code for. Nice. So good. Nice. I'll never play it. <laughs> you should play. Shill. You should play it. <laughs> Oh, good. I don't trust Ubisoft anymore, so. Aww. <laughs> uh, anyway, Joel. My number three, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. It's a game okay. made by Sucker Punch, a studio that I love. They've made all the <laughs> Infamous <laughs> games. Trash. Um, I love Infamous, <laughs> so I was super hyped for Ghost of Tsushima. Ubisoft. When I initially played Ghost of Tsushima, I didn't love it. I took a break from it, came back around to it. Still didn't quite love it at first. I didn't think the combat was tight enough after playing like Sekiro. Um, and then something just clicked and I ended up really enjoying the game. I loved the story. I liked the characters. I loved the world. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was nice that it wasn't as bloated as a Ubisoft game. It was an open world game. I loved that once I was done with it, I was done, or so I thought. I came back and played Legends mode and thought that had a nice little loop to it. With its... Is that the multiplayer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's got like a few story missions that you can matchmake for, um, and then you can do like a four-person kind of like horde mode kind of thing. Like it's a... Uh, up to 10 or 15 rounds depending on what level you are at and it's got just a fun little loop you play as four different classes um one of them's like a healer one of them's more of an assassin you've got like a more hunter bow and arrow guy and then one's like a tank but the only real difference is you get different abilities they all can wear mostly the same type of gear but yeah it's uh it's just a really good game i I, I think mainly the world is what I fell in love with with that game. It's just so beautiful. Such a it beautiful is a beautiful game. game, yeah. Yeah, such a beautiful game. And I, I like the little, uh, just the little foxes in it. They were nice. No more dogs, because I'm so tired of dogs in games. 
We don't need. That's why animals. you play The Last of Us to kill all the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to kill dogs in this game too, and I got the platinum Perfect. in Ghost of Tsushima. So, yo, wow, that's messed up. Yeah, that's crazy. Not the platinum, but the dog killing. <laughs> the dog killing, dude. Dogs, dogs in games. I can't, are I can't believe Joel got a platinum. Assholes. I have eleven yeah. platinums now. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's more than me. I have no, no idea, but I, I but I don't platinum hunt, so I, think. I neither do I. There's very damn. few games, very few games. I I will get the platinum. Same, just the good ones. Well, I mean that's not entirely true. Looks <laughs> like I carried away. <laughs> I have I have a platinum in Persona Three and Persona Four. No, Persona Five, the dancing games. So let's yeah, not go so. too crazy. <laughs> that's fine. Rhythm games are my jam. I yeah, do like the music was awesome in those games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh my my number three. I almost said final. My three is Final Fantasy Seven remake. Uh just to not to spend too much time on it after so many thoughts are already said, but you know, that was a long time coming. It took a very long time to come out and it was worth it. Like playing through it and re experiencing this world that engrossed me as a child and re-experiencing the environments and the characters and the story and the music everything was just god tier and uh, having saw the original being played at gdq this last week just made me realize even more how much i appreciate this remake and how true they kept themselves to even the smallest details to where the characters were, where like NPCs were standing to what NPCs were saying and experiencing. Everything is just the same and just improved upon and having these crazy sequences, like, like the final uh, highway sequence sequence when you're on Mm -hmm. the bikes fighting the giant tank roller monster. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, was just so much more exaggerated in such a good way that it was such a crazy, uncharted like, yeah, sequence and things like that just elevate this game to being so amazing. And I know it made a lot of our game of the years years list, and so it makes sense, and it's definitely well deserved. And I cannot cannot wait for uh part two. And I hope it comes soon. But not rushed. Not rushed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cyberpunk it. <laughs> I want it to no, I want it to come out and to be cyberpunk where they have a vehicle and you summon it and it's halfway in the ground and then it blows up. Did I tell you about that, Joel? Yeah, that would be I, unfortunate. I, I summoned my car in Cyberpunk and it uh, I couldn't find it. I turned around and it was behind me, inside of another car. <laughs> and I look at it like that's not good. And then the, my car blows up underneath the ground like it blows up and disappears under the floor oh my god and i stare there for a second like oh that's not good and then it appears no, not an appear it falls out of the sky from like eight feet upside down and completely destroyed right where it was <laughs> I love perfect that shit. I that's love my that car shit. yeah and then i had to pay 500 dollars to get my car back because of insurance or some bullshit oh like i didn't blow it up nice just an insurance scam all along yeah yeah how they do it still like that game though 
Number six. Yeah, number six. <laughs> it's good. I swear. I'm not quite. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Uh, okay, number two it, for me is Half Life Alex. Um, man, I I waited 13 years for this, and it didn't disappoint me. Um, there are things with this game where I think the pacing's off, but whatever. It's, everything else is so exactly what I want for being back in this universe. I always bring up that first fight with the combine. The first time you actually fight something else that has a gun, it's hours into the game and it's against two dudes and it is insane where I'm, I'm physically crouched behind a pillar. Uh, well, I'm not behind the pillar, but you know, I'm yeah. crouching in the real world. I'm knocking things off this, uh, whatever this crate so that I can see. And this guy comes up the side, up the stairs, like frantically shooting him, changing magazines. It's so cool. I, I replayed the game over Christmas break time. Still, still really love it. It is exactly oh, what it needed to be. It's so creative, so funny. Uh, I, you know, Reese Darby is, a, is the, you're like co-pilot. So good. Yep. Um, he's amazing. And the ending of this, what it comes down to, as I was playing this game this last time, there's so many moments, like if you've been to Disney or any theme park, and they have like the pre-ride attraction shit as you're getting on the ride, and then you do the ride. That's what VR allows this to be. And there's a sequence at the end uh, with an enemy. Well, actually two sequences towards the end with an enemy that are like that but you're playing it and it's almost like you're living it um mm. one being jeff which is like a survival horror section um it's i don't want to spoil it i don't want to spoil anything about the ending uh like the last hour because i think the last hour of this game is some of the coolest shit i've ever done in video games and then that ending and the implications of that ending and how they somehow managed to make this fit before Half-Life 2, but still have ramifications for like the series as a whole is done perfectly. I, 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 the last time, so my second time beating it, I was tearing up a little bit watching the ending because it's just <laughs> like, Damn. how did they do this so well? How? It's so cool. It, it's oh my god! But if you're not a big Half Life fan, that's not going to work for you. Shame the game, you. yeah, and shame. But the game is still incredible. Easily the best VR game ever, I've ever played. Like hands down, it is. It's bonkers. So good. bonkers. I know. I need to play it so bad. Yeah, that's why I'm not spoiling certain things. Like yeah, I don't want to. God. Uh, it's uh -oh. so good. <laughs> All right, Joel. What's your number two? My number two is Final Fantasy VII Remake. What? Yeah. Wow. Um, it must be good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I really loved Final Fantasy VII Remake. The combat system, the visuals, the characters. I think uh, the thing that really, really solidified this as one of my top games of the year was after I beat the game, and I was sitting there with all my thoughts just kind of like jumbled up, kind of like, what the fuck is, I don't understand what's happening. Just like not 
quite completely understanding everything that just happened, just kind of like, I don't completely get it. I, I, uh, went on YouTube and I was like, maybe I just need like a spoiler cast or something to kind of like help me bring it all together. And easy allies had their spoiler cast up and they had a, a guy by the name of Maximilian dude streamer. Who's really big into the fighting game community, fighting games, all that stuff. Yeah. Big fantasy fan. So <laughs> oh, we know I, who this one is. I, I know someone that Joel's actually talking Perfect. about. <laughs> so that spoiler cast, he broke down the story of this game in a way that made me see it so clearly. And not only that, hype me up for the future of this game or like what's coming so much and like i got excited listening to his explanation of everything that happened that like i just like i was i I was almost giggling with excitement like it was fucking crazy but yeah just everything that they did in this game like to almost have that like time heist feeling from like end game of like oh shit they're fucking with stuff with the timeline with the story and now we they can really have the freedom to kind of do what they want in a way with the next part of this. And but just to see these characters come to life without pointy elbows and legs and shit, like it's just so cool. How we love them. Oh man, and just like God, I hated their look. Just no. the bit, but just like being able to see their face almost look real. And just even the side characters at first, like, uh, I don't know why I can't remember their names right now, but I just will never Biggs remember. Biggs and Wedge names. and all of them. Yeah, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse. Jesse. Um, yeah. Did you call her Cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Take um, it off your list now. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Never. It's never going. <laughs> I have a bad memory. I love that girl, Cheese. Um, <laughs> That's the best girl. You just getting more of them. Cheese is really them. good, I will. Um, yeah. I think Biggs is... Uh, God, that voice, the vo- his voice, I've heard in like different shows. I think he's a uh, here from Breaking Bad. From yeah, Breaking, yeah. Ba- Breaking Bad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, but yeah, just Perfect. seeing those characters <laughs> and the, the bat, like the, the combat system, I really loved. And the more you kind of mess around with it, the, the better it gets. It was, it was cool. Great game. My number two. Great game. Yeah, yes. the content that they that was originally cut from the original game and they added back into this was just really good especially all the roche moments and everything like that oh that was cut content yeah it was and they That's brought cool. it back for the game mm. for the remake i mean yeah. but we yeah, well deserved mm-hmm. uh my number two is ori and the will of the wisps oh yeah because i i i just love that game uh the first game is one of my favorite games of all time and i been looking forward to this one it kind of had a few delays and it kind of took a while to come out but it was another beautiful sequel uh with the visuals and the music and the the way it tells a story through so little dialogue and the music just working with it and the visuals and like i mentioned it's just it's just great the boss fights the puzzles it's a metroidvania so you know what you're getting into um and like i loved it so much that i had to struggle through a crappy version of it on the xbox because the console version of it when it launched was buggy basically like it would stutter after some yeah like 30 minutes of playing and it and like i just i would have to restart it 
and do all this stuff. And I, I normally I would probably put a game down and wait for like a patch or another way to play it. But because I wanted to play it so bad and I was enjoying it so much that I, I powered through that. And then I was able to replay it again on PC without all that stuff and just love it still. So well-deserved. I love that game. Nice. I love that company and the the composer for the music and everything that they do for it. So I'm really grateful that I was, I get to experience that. Cool. That's a great game. Okay. Are we at number one? Number one. Wait, wait, wait. Number, number one. one. Drum roll. I think uh, we all just say number one. Yes, we do. <laughs> the number one is uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Yes, it is. All right. That's all of ours. It was close for me, but I, I have to. I mean, Last of Us is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think Logan was on our spoiler cast too, right? Yep. So yeah. you can Such really. Such a great episode. For a lot more in-depth explanation as to why we love this game so much, you can go back and listen to that episode. Um. But yeah, I mean, overall, it to, for me, it was the game that I don't think I've ever re- had so many emotional just reactions to. It It's just overall playing a game like that and just feeling so much through it all the way through and just the way they just kind of flip the story on its head and suddenly you go from hating to kind of feeling. You know, to actually understanding. To it. understand. Yeah. Just it's. They they did something special and to to like I I almost like feel not hate but like anger towards the people that didn't play it because of the stupid shit of like mm-hmm. the thing they heard about the game or because oh they you know killed this guy and whatever and and oh I heard this about the game like just stupid shit like that that made mm-hmm. them not play like when you take certain things out of context or make assumptions on leaks that yeah were just it, it is unfortunate that yeah. they pre meditated to hate this game and to not give it a chance that and they're missing out on it a beautiful story and experience that is unfortunate that they don't get to experience that so it's on jokes on them yeah <laughs> i mean it truly it is they're the ones missing out really but it's yeah. just like it's You're really missing out. It is really a special game. It does really suck that, that so much of the discourse around it is related to uh, those leaks and all of that when there's so many good discussions to have about the plot that have nothing to do with anything anyone's upset about. Yep. I mean, like, we went on that spoiler cast moment by moment for so much of it, and it's just fascinating. I mentioned in my top five, like there are several moments in this game that I will think about for years and I will gladly, if anyone's like, oh, you play Last of Us 2? What'd you think about this? Like I will have an amazing conversation about that one moment. And I I just don't think you can have that with any other game, really. Multiple moments that have such resonance and can be read differently. There are the people that hated this person and still hated them the entire thing and then there's people like me like i kind of forgot what we were even doing in the first half <laughs> and like oh i'm supposed to hate this person. oh i am and then 
it's it's fascinating is it's so cool and i think i want to shout out the the gameplay of it as a big survival yeah. horror fan this is a survival horror ass stealth game and i love it i think they nailed the combat it feels so good being able to go prone and stealth around it oh my god it is so so good and all the different abilities and kind of you know you're playing as two separate characters spoilers um, oh my god they have different abilities and i think that's executed super well all the flashback stuff is so cool it's it's just it's one of those once in a lifetime type games that's yeah. how it feels um it's easily the best work naughty dog's done i think it's maybe not on a plot level i i don't know i have to really think about it but it's so much better than the last of us one i think if you go oh, yeah. back and play that game it it has a lot of pacing problems the combat it feels nowhere near as good uh this is this is what it should feel like this is that system and and then they just tossed in this incredibly well done uh story even though there are parts of it i don't i don't really agree with or like it's just executed on such a level you cannot look at it and not be amazed almost constantly yeah they did they created something special when they made the last of us part two because it was they made a sequel that on a gameplay aspect improved on everything from the first game yeah and that they were able to execute it so well and so perfectly that it really is an amazing game to play and and they did something that usually sequels uh fail at is not it, it it's making a story that's not as good as the first but then they do make a story that is just as good as as the first, if not better at certain points. Mm-hmm. And you could really see the heart and commitment that was thrown into this game, the blood, sweat, and tears into this game with all the small details, all the little things, um, and the story and the characters and just these moments. Like some of the my favorite moments are, you know, when when Ellie's playing the guitar and sings a song and then like might be kind of awkward but it actually works really well and it's a beautiful moment um but i was going to mention like one of my favorite things about this game was when after playing it and having that spoiler cast and just being able to talk about that game and having these crazy in-depth conversations about you know what this meant or how we feel about this or you know certain things that happened in the game and the fact that I was doing that with everyone that played it, like I was physically exhausted like that week after it came out <laughs> yeah. because I was talking about it with so many different people through like voice, discord, text, like everything. Like I was just talking about it with so many people. And that's an ex- amazing thing to have. You know, most of the time, like, oh, did you play? so-and-so game like yeah that was really cool it was really fun no this is so much more it was Mm -hmm. so much more than that and you know naughty dog and sony and playstation they created one of the best games ever with it so yeah yeah good job i think uh one of my favorite parts was playing um well 
getting to the working your way down through the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then for yeah. oh, the characters, the character, the dialogue that we'd have. Yeah. Oh cool. yeah. And then <laughs> um, when you get to California for the first time. Oh no! Yeah. Well, I guess it would be the second time as uh, Ellie. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! He plays Ellie. He plays. Wow. Um, but yeah, when you get there as Ellie, um, that was oh god! It's so good. That game's so good. So good. It's so good. It makes you care and like character side characters that you know oh, you yeah. wouldn't think that you would. Well, oh man! What's so funny too is like how often it was said that we didn't want a sequel to this game, but I'm so fucking glad we got this sequel. yeah like right so many people are it, like just could, leave last of us alone it could have gone so wrong well i think they did they had made a great choice in making this sequel not a ellie joel uh buddy cop yeah game like yeah. that would have been the sequel that would have been like okay we don't really we don't really need that can you imagine right it's if, generic if yeah you, if you started the last of us two and it's like pick your character and it's like you pick between joel and ellie who are you gonna play as you're like oh <laughs> yeah. no it could, it, have been that. it could have been that um our spoiler cast episode was episode 43 so if you're wanting to go back and listen to it that's it yeah that's a great episode we really dive very deep into so many very things great. june 30th we recorded that or i guess released it god yeah a long time yeah i played the game twice in a week you're a psycho. <laughs> it was so good. Really good. Really good. I hope I I hope to replay it someday on a PS5 with upgraded, you know, with the PS5 yeah. upgrade of some sort. That's what I want. That's what I'm holding if out for. If you can get a PS5, you know. Maybe by that time I'll be able Maybe, to Maybe yeah. 2022. Fix. Nice. Well, that's it. That's all, all right. the awards. That's it. That's the awards. Yeah. Let's play it. the trumpet. Let's get out of here. I'm out of applause. the awards. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks again, everybody, for sticking with us through all this award stuff. You still made it all the way to our final game of the year. Yeah. It was The Last of Us 2. Congratulations. Or part two. Congratulations, Naughty Dog. Right. We'll be uh, expecting our payment soon for giving you the award. Oh, yeah. Just a shout my, out would be fine. I want my payment from Cyberpunk as well. Yeah. And my Immortals payment. Oh, jeez. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, quick shout out to Gaming Morning Show. Thanks for shouting out all the articles from thegamefanatics.com. All of our top five articles um, they shouted out on their show nice. and I think uh, also on their Twitter. Thanks again. Um, that's going to do it for us this week. You can find us here on twitch.tv slash checkpoint, 8 p.m. Pacific time, Sundays. You can also find episodes of this show on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts, thegamefanatics.com. Um, we release them every Tuesday morning. So this will be out Tuesday morning, and we'll be back next week. See you guys then. Thanks again, Logan. Thanks for being here. Thank you.